What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the slow chemical. This is the Monday show, and we're doing something a little different today. I do appreciate everyone who enjoyed the extra content. We actually have a match of the month coming up. We have a lot of good stuff, and this week will be ROH heavy because it's just to me the same way I feel about the NXT TakeOver or NXT 2.0 or <clears throat> whatever. Just I have fond memories of certain things, and I just want to rem- remember them and also send you guys back in time to do this and to, to watch this, you know, and I don't know if you guys would, <clears throat> excuse me, get the feeling that I had, but at least you guys could see some more content, everything like that. Um, we're, we're just doing a little changing around because I, as I'm recording this, it's a week before, oh, four days before I'm actually going to be out of town, but we're not, we're, we're going to talk about a couple of news and notes before we get to my ROH top five moments, my favorite top five moments. Um, but, um, yeah, that's what we're ROH heavy this week. Match of the month. You just listen to that. Subscribe, like, follow. You all know the good stuff. Um, I didn't get a chance because last weekend was so freaking crazy. I didn't get a chance to thank everyone who came up to Denver Comic Con. Um, got some, made some good p- connections, good people. Looking forward to seeing you guys in the future. As my future is LA Comic Con and Emerald City Comic Con the same weekend. Um, I cannot give out dates and times yet that I'm going to be there, but I will be at both. So come by and stop if you're in either one. Anyways, let's get to some quick news and notes, and then we're going to get to my top five ROH moments. And one is going to be controversial because it's not necessarily ROH moment. But ROH owns the video or the video library to it. So I consider it that because of what the significance was. We'll get to that in a second. Kyle O'Reilly. His contract is up sometime in December. And you know what? It's funny because I remember when I talked about Kevin Owens' situation. I don't think I went into enough detail with it. Apparently, okay, I could have. I don't remember. Apparently, though, excuse me, um, when the pandemic hit, the contracts were shortened. So remember, Kevin Owens had just signed a new five-year deal right before the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic did hit, they were keeping talent like Kevin Owens. So essentially what they did was they said, hey, instead of a five-year deal, it's a three-year deal. So that's what happened with a lot of people. That's why people like Roman Reigns had to sign a new deal. He didn't have to, but he did, obviously. Um, and that's why you have a lot of free agents at this time. And to me, I don't think Johnny Gargano is going anywhere. I think I already said that. I think him and his wife just enjoy their lives, and I don't think he has any interest in moving to the main roster. And I don't think Triple H in the main roster, I mean, um, Vince Man in the main roster, have any idea for him, you know? So, uh, but Kyle O'Reilly is, I've watched this stuff with him and Von Wagner, okay? Um, it's, I think he's out the door. And it's funny because I just listened to the Adam Cole podcast with Jericho maybe like a month ago. And it's funny because he said this is the first time that him and Kyle Riley have not been in the same company in like 10 years or something like that. I think that's changing very soon. I think Kyle O'Reilly and freaking uh, Kevin Owens are all elite very soon. Also, it would be great to have, a, well, I know AEW is heavy on tag teams. Because they have, <clears throat> excuse me, this relationship. Make it, matter of fact, I have this water right here. What am I, what, Ryan, what are you doing? Like, so chemical, what the hell are you doing? There we go. That that does a lot better. Um, 
because they have this relationship with AAA, yeah, Impact relationship is not there anymore, but they have that relationship with other pro uh, promotions, I cannot imagine they can have an underabundance, I, I just made that up, of tag teams. Um, and can you imagine a Red Dragon reunion? And because I just don't think he's going to go anywhere at NXT 2.0. Um, and so I don't know. I would be happy to see him in, in AEW with, uh, with Red Dragon again and um, have some singles matches, have a couple feuds with the Lucha Brothers. Oh, my God. Uh, the Young Bucks would be fun. Um, FTR would be fun. Um, it's, it would just be fun all around to watch these guys. Um, but that's something to keep your eyes on. Also, on a little bit more of a serious note, John Moxley has entered rehab. He gave Tony Khan permission to uh, share with the world, essentially, you know, that he's going for help. And obviously, we applaud him for that. Obviously, we wish the best for him and his family. And um, his disease is a bitch, man. Um, but he will beat it. Um, I have a disease. I have a disease in my family as well. There's a lot of it. Um, but yeah, just 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 keep fighting a good fight, John Moxley. I actually got a chance to meet him and talk to him a little bit at Colorado Springs Comic Con when I was working there. I actually saw him two days in a row. It's actually funny funny story about that. So uh, I had pre-purchased my autograph with him, right? I, and so I think I pre-purchased it with him and Britt Baker. And so um, they were right next to each other. And so the first day I couldn't find it in my email. I said, fuck it, I'll just pay for one flight out. And hey, if you want to do a, a picture too? I was like, I don't, I don't like pictures. But actually, it's my screen saver. I, I have it. So we did it or whatever. And he was like, you snuck up on me. I was like, yeah, I wasn't trying to or whatever. He was like, how you doing? And we just talked. It was like interesting because his line was not long at all. Mainly because how of nobody's line was long, first of all. But the reason why their lines weren't long is because of this is the first time Colorado Springs Comic Con has done it in a stadium. And it was like a very small, like, uh, minor league stadium, essentially. But, like, everything was, like, on the floor. And so, like, people were then, like, kind of walking around. And it was it, it was all over the place. Like, it wasn't built very well. And I'm not complaining about not having to wait in fucking line. It was fantastic. And so, like, he was just talking. And I, and I think he could tell that I wasn't trying to talk. So, I guess that made him want to talk to me. Like, whenever you deal with people who are of a certain stature, some people want to talk to you all the fucking time. Like... Uh, when I just met Michael Rooker at freaking, for those who don't know who Michael Rooker is, he's been in almost everything. He was Yondo in, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's, I don't know what he's, well, what he's made for. Apparently he was in The Walking Dead too. I didn't know that until I saw him. Anyways, he was talking our ears off, just telling us great stories and stuff. It was pretty funny. But anyways, Moxie's not the one to talk. And I remember hearing him say that, heard a ton of other athletes say that about him, wrestlers, whatever. And, um, he was just. Like it was like a good three or four minute conversation. He was just talking my hair off, and we just kind of just kind of and uh, it just couldn't have been nicer, you know. Um, and I, once again, I know he's gonna beat it. I know he's gonna come back stronger than ever. And took courage to for him to. I, I mean, who's I? I'm sure there's some maniac that's gonna criticize him for. Oh, day you put the attention on you. Uh, grow up. I have not seen this shit, but at the same time, I'm not in Twitterverse. <laughs> so I can't tell you what crazy people on there are doing, but I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm on Instagram. I've seen some really weird fucking comments on Instagram, too. But I haven't seen anything yet negative, and it shouldn't be. You know, this guy is, uh, he's in, in, a, he, he's in the, the prime of his career. Uh, he was clearly about to kill it with Orange Cassidy and fucking Brian Danielson. 
they say, no, I need to get help. So I applaud him for that and uh, much love to his family and himself. But let's talk about the uh, the effects of this now, because obviously it was going to be Brian Danielson versus John Moxley in the finals at full gear. If you think he was, if you think Orange Cassidy was going to beat him, yeah, whatever. Um, so now on short notice, Miro, who was not scheduled for uh, uh, anything this week, was flown in on Tuesday and was given the creative. He would go over on Orange Cassidy what she did in a really good fun match there. And it will be Brian Danielson versus Miro full gear uh, finals. And I don't think Miro is going to be the first one to beat Brian Danielson. But either way, it's going to be a great freaking match. It'll be fantastic. Um, so looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to full gear all together. Um, I kind of wish I wasn't out of town. Uh, no, I don't, I don't wish it because got a lot of stuff going on. But um, I'm happy that even though I can't, even though I can't do a prediction. Matter of fact, hold on one second, guys. Let me do this. I know this is on there. I have a really bad habit of doing this on there. Because um, I think there's only six matches announced. We can actually do that right now before we get to the ROH stuff. Um, let's see. All right. So let's get to the six matches they have currently announced, okay? We have Brian Danielson versus Miro. The winner receives an AEW Heavyweight Championship match. I'm going Brian Danielson. We have the AEW World Heavyweight Championship match. You guys know where I'm going. I'm going with Adam Hangman Page to get his first world championship and to move on and and get this big step in his career because he is over. What do they say? Over like Rover, the old people say. We have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, the women's champion. She will be defeating Tay Conti, who is the current number one contender. We have the inner circle in a 10-man tag versus the man of the year, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, America top team, Audrey Arlovsky, Dan Lambert, and Junior Dos Santos. This one's tough for me because I don't, I I just, I, I could see Jericho having the balls in the moxie because he's done to himself before, of having Dan Lambert pin him as a way of just getting even more heat on these guys. But they've lost every match these guys. I think there's been two matches they've had with them, right? One or two? I think it's two. They've lost both. I think this is the time for the inner circle to win, and Dan Lambert will be the one that pays the price ultimately. Because he's been talking he's been talking too much. So I'll go with the inner circle. The Lucha Brothers will defend the AEW Heavyweight Championship Tag Teams. Uh, tag, tag Team Heavyweight Championships of the world against the AAA champions, FTR. I have the Lucha Brothers winning in a, in a much better match than they had when uh, whatever FTR was doing. That was really weird. Um, Darby Allen will face MJF. This is another one where I'm kind of stuck on because I'm kind of like, what what do I do with this? Because a hurt a loss doesn't hurt MJF, but I can't remember the last time. When's the last time Darby won a big match? A big match because he lost to Miro, his TNT Championship. He lost to CM Punk. I don't know when's the last time he won a big, big match. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Darby. I'm just gonna go with Darby. You know, a loss is it just only make, it only it only infuriates MJF even more. And then I could think, oh, see, you know what? Because I think they're still building to a tag team match on TV. 
And I don't and I don't see them making Sting and Darby lose. Damn, this is tough. All right, balls to the wall. I'm going MJF to win, and then there's a tag team match on TV. Sting and Darby win that match. Let's go with that. So that's the six matches that are currently announced. That's what I'll go with right now. Anyways, let's get to my some of my favorite ROH moments. The, well, the first one is gonna be controversial because it's not an actual ROH thing, but even though but ROH funded it and ROH owns the the, the tape to it, was the first All In. The first ever All In was produced and funded by ROH. If you didn't know that, remember this all started with if you look at everything from the embryonic stages. Tony Khan watched Jericho and Kenny Omega. He said, "There's something here," but then there was a tweet that someone sent Dave Meltzer. Say, hey, do you think an independent promotion can sell 10,000 seats? And Dave Meltzer said, not anytime soon. Cody then said, I'll take that bet. And they, at the time, the Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny Omega, uh, were all working for ROH. And so ROH agreed to produce it and help put some stuff together. That's why if you look at a lot of the production, it looks just like an ROH show. Uh, because it was ROH produced. And so um, they produced the first All In because that wasn't an AEW show. It was not. It was it, AEW wasn't even a thing at that point. AEW came around six months later. And yeah, and now we have this new uh, company. It feels fresh. Obviously, we're still in the honeymoon phase of it. Um, they still have to build talent. They still have to build rosters. Even though they have, they have a strong roster already, they still have to, like, why do they build it? I mean, yeah, for the, every Britt Baker we have, we need to do more to elevate Sheeta. Uh, Sheeta and Serena Deep just had a great match two weeks ago. But to me, we need to elevate her even more because I don't even think she was in the top 150 of women. And that's obviously uh, one person's opinion, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, like, Sheeta is, I think, outside of me having the biggest crush on her, obviously, um, I think she's just too fucking good. Serena Deep is too fucking good for them to not be on these lists and for people to give even even have the reason to do that jungle boy luchasaurus they they don't need to be the new enzo and kaz they need to run with those tag team titles they need it you know like they, they, they should not be one of those teams that goes down as one of the most over teams yet they don't ha- ever have a one title reign to their name they shouldn't be a the Rockers. They shouldn't be Enzo and Kaz. Like Enzo and Kaz never even won a tag team titles in fucking NXT. To me, it just, it just, I don't know. But we're gonna see how far it goes. I believe this is. I believe AEW is gonna be around for a very long time. I truly believe it. Uh, I believe it's a big part of the future. I believe obviously WWE is gonna be around, of course. But AEW, I, I don't think. I truly don't believe they're gonna fizzle out like WCW. I believe they're gonna be around for a very long time. As long as Tony Khan wants to do it. He's going to be around. Um, but, yeah, to me, that's why it's a top ROH moment for me because of what it's built. And I don't think ROH knew what they were doing. They actually started this and then all their talent that they wanted to keep because apparently they made a huge offer to the Young Bucks to keep them to stay. But they were like, no, it's time for us to move on. Um, but, like, I don't think they knew what they were doing, but they helped build what we see now. So that's why, to me, it's an important part for me for ROH because what they gave us now, you know, essentially. Um, Jay Lethal 
Obviously, you guys know he's probably my favorite ROH talent of all time. I love Jay Lethal. If I had a chance of meeting him, here's something I didn't tell you guys, you know, or I probably said it on the show before, but, you know, outside of that moment with AJ Styles, man, meeting freaking, like, it was, I'll tell another quick story here. Um, or I knew Jay Lethal was coming into town. It was him, Dalton Castle, and a mystery person. And I remember I got to the event or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think I told this story before. I don't know if I have, just whatever. And, um, I mean, vividly, I, that's, that's, even though I wanted to get an autograph from Dalton Castle, I didn't have enough money. I, I wasn't, I was, I was still living my best broke life at the time. I'm doing, I, I, I do much better now. Wink, wink. Um, a little brag there. <laughs> um, and so I'm in line. I look over to the back because it's, it's three people. I look over. I'm like, is that Jushin fucking Liger? And this guy had tattoo of Jushin Liger on his fucking... Apparently, they announced that it was Jushin Liger like three days before. I just wasn't paying attention. He had a tattoo of Jushin Thunder Liger. A, pet, a tattoo of Jushin Thunder Liger that covered his entire left calf. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was going to have Jushin Liger... Or he did have Jushin Liger autograph it. And then he was going to have a guy tattoo it into his skin. I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. Um, obviously, he was Jushin, so I'm sitting there I'm like, holy fuck... I was like, I only brought this in my cash on me, blah, blah, blah. They didn't take card at the time. And the guys behind me had been talking to me. He was like, hey, bro, you, you good? I was like, nah, I didn't know Liger was going to be here. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I got to find a way to get I got to find a way to get his autograph. Can you hold my spot for me, right? He's like, oh, nah, dude, don't use the ATM. Uh, how about, do you have PayPal? I was like, yeah, I got PayPal. He's like, yo, I'm going to give you the money to get the autograph from just to PayPal me back. I was like, cool. So he gave me the cash or whatever. I got a picture and um, autograph. It actually, fun fact, someone asked me, what is your most prized position? What's the thing that you wouldn't be willing to give up of all my autographs, action figures? I said, the only one that is non-negotiable is just Jushin Thunder Liger because I'll never see him again, more than likely, you know, unless I get a chance to go to Japan and he's doing some type of thing. But to me, everything is sellable. You know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get into this to sell anything. However, um, I, I just know that that's, to me, that's a moment in time, right? And Jay Lethal was there. So anyway, so anyways, it's just funny how that ended up happening. This dude gave me cash. I sent him a PayPal. It was all good. So anyways, the first person in line was Jay Lethal or whatever. So I have a picture of Jay Lethal. Never posted it. Super cool. I autographed from him. Um, and then Jushin Thunder Liger was there. And I got autographed with him and took a picture. I'm taller than Jushin fucking Liger, Thunder Liger. I was like, you would never know this guy who's just such a mythical figure. So tiny. Like him, I'm taller than both of him and AJ Styles. I'm only 5'11". So God, I mean, that means they're 5'9", you know, 5'8". Um, but these are just, but they're so, they're, I can never do what they did, ever, you know, but to me, that's what ROH was built off of, those are f just fun interactions and things like that, man, just bring in those talents, whatever, I don't know if I told the story before, if I did on here, if I did, whenever, for the new people, for you, anyways, Jay Lethal being a double champion, Jay Lethal at that point was the world TV champion, Jay Briscoe was the world heavyweight champion, I love how versatile the Briscoes have been in their time with ROH, like, They've never left. They're, they're current GCW World Tag Team Champions. Like, they've been super loyal. But also, sometimes, they got to be a little crazy. Also, sometimes, they probably were getting away. They probably were able to do everything they wanted to do in their life. Well, the stress of being in bad booking or feeling that way or whatever the fuck, right? So, anyways, um, they meet up at, uh, I believe it was, wasn't Final Battle. What was it? Let's look, let's look up. Because I, I, I don't think it was... It definitely wasn't Final Battle. Or Death, or Death Before Dishonor. Um, let's see. Give me one second, guys. 
can't I guess she shouldn't have dead air, right? Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, 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 I swear, I just I, I just had this up like right before I hit record, and now it's giving me a hard time. Um, here we go. Best in the world. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. Anyways, they battle. They would go to battle. I mean, I was, my point about that was Jake, the Briscoes have been so versatile, and um, they've been tag team champs, world heavyweight champs. It's just. The amount of respect they have in that, that building is just amazing. Anyway, so Jay Briscoe was the World Heavyweight Champion. James was the World Tag uh, Television Champion. And there was a battle for both. So, and there was no getting out of it. Someone was going to be the first ever man to hold the TV title and the world title. And it was Jay Lethal's time at that point. Jay Lethal was as over as he'll ever been. And, and he won it. And he's still the only man... And he will forever only be the only man in ROH history to be world TV champion and the world heavyweight champion at the same time. He also has broken the record for the most combined time as the world heavyweight champion. So Jay Lethal is essentially what they call him, the franchise of ROH. Another moment was Samoa Joe's run with the title, I believe 625 or 645 days, something ignorant. Samoa Joe's the one that put ROH on the map without a doubt. He's he's already a Hall of Famer. And yeah, I know a lot of people were disappointed in his main roster run. And he he, he he's either way, he's a three-time NXT champion. Samoa Joe has nothing left to prove. He if he's if he really was concussed or injured, whatever his injury, maybe it might just be time for him to retire. But this is the guy who put Rich on the mat without a doubt. And this goes with my next moment with was the shocking loss to Austin Aries of all people. No one saw Austin Aries being the guy to beat Samoa Joe for that World Heavyweight Championship, but he did. And to me, that was just as shocking as anything else. But it made the new star in the process. Um. I'm pretty sure it took a burden off of, uh, or yeah, or, or a cross off of um, Samoa Joe had that belt for so long, had such classic matches, and just it was just his time to get up, get get someone else over, and he did. And finally, the Summer of Punk, the original Summer of Punk. If you have not seen the original Summer of Punk, you need to watch it. He signed his WWE contract, developmental contract. On the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. It was just fantastic. Um, yeah. It was really good. Um, to me, those are my favorite moments. Things that, to me, I will always remember about the original ROH. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, I am the slow chemical. That We are out. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday.